Sunny 16 presents Hello, you've reached Alex's personal assistant. I'm so sorry Alex could not come to the phone right now. She's very busy taking over the world, being famous. It's gone slightly to her head, but um, we hope she will be available for the next recording of Grain Splaining. Oh, well, I managed to make it. I've made yeah, it. I've yeah. you in. Hello Gosh. everyone, welcome back to Grainsplaining episode four. 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 And actually I am here. Yeah. I was just being bitters. I've just been jealous. But I've been right. jealous. You've been running around the globe. Yeah, we haven't recorded in ages actually. Yeah, it's been a while, but we're back in business. Alex is looking thrilled. It's quite late in the evening for us to be recording, so apologies. Yeah, because I only just finished work, guys. Yeah, really, I did work to the bone, and I'm not happy about it. But um, NDAs have been signed, <laughs> so we won't go into that. Okay, so today, as you may have seen on our stories, we want to talk about DM culture and some of the nastiness that can come with that we've spoken to some of you guys and got some of the uh dms that you've received in the past on instagram so we're going to go through some of your responses uh but first as it's been a while we're going to do a quick catch up and start with our favorite quick fire questions so alex if you were a man today what would you do if i was a man today what would i do this, uh, do you know what actually? So I was at work today and I was moving some very, very heavy equipment. And mm. I wasn't at the work with the people I work with, I was at a storage facility and there's like lots of other storage places nearby with lots of men working in them because they're like building things and hammering things and stuff like that. And mm. today I decided I was not a feminist so i was really tired i was too hot and my <laughs> legs were shaking my arms were shaking i couldn't lift anymore and i decided i'm not a feminist anymore i quit i want a man to come and lift these things for me because i'm too tired i'm not built for this i'm too much of a big deal for this kind of stuff like yeah. to be honest and they all just stood there and watched wow. and they didn't help me i thought um excuse me i don't want to be a feminist anymore so if I was a man today, I would have helped me lift all the things in the van. That's a good one. That's the thing with men and feminism. They'll be like, ooh, I thought you were a feminist. Like, can't you do that on your own? Like, it's only when it suits. Yeah, so it's fine. It's okay for everybody to, like, you know, you have to walk home with your keys in your hand in case you don't get raped and killed. But... I'm a feminist, so I think you should lift everything really heavy on your own. Yeah, like, there's just manners. Oh, well. I'm well, I still day. did it. Yeah, well done. That's really good. I did do it. So you are a feminist still. I wasn't at that moment. 
<laughs> but now I'm back feminist again, even more so. That's what we like to hear. So if I was a man for the day, I would be king of England. Oh my god, that was so good. I wish that one was my one. I think that um, spot's just become available again and I feel like I'd fit that role quite well. You could always like become queen. He's already, you know what he's like. <laughs> he, switches... <laughs> <laughs> he switches them up quickly. Uh, I've seen if he can get rid of like... Diana for that, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like if you're a psychic, like, don't worry, just hang in there. Camilla waited all this time and now she's queen, like it's worth it. Anyway, let's not get into the dramas of our beloved royal family. Um, highlight of your summer. Is it still summer or is it not anymore? I feel like it's not. That's why we're reflecting on the... Mm -hmm. I can't remember what I actually did. I mean, like, I guess moving to London, even... Oh, no, New York. New York, sorry. New York was the highlight of my summer. That looks amazing. Yeah, it was so good. Ten. Apart from one incident where a man tried to stab me with a screwdriver, that was not. It's probably nine out of ten. Classic New York. Mm -hmm. Um, my highlight was also traveling. So I was away for a month. I went around Thailand and Cambodia and Vietnam, and it was just amazing and so good to be off of this little island somewhere else in the world it's nice to be traveling again oh it's made me sad to think about but it was so good um okay now this is a bit less happy what's been your most horrible altercation that you've had or what like, does that what, mean like like a conflict or when someone's been mean or just like oh in general life yeah or it could be a dm um i think online not in real life but online the worst one i had was um actually when i first started my photography account and um this like korean man who lives in korea commented on all of my pictures like why did you dump me and it was like why did you dump me why did you break up with me like obviously oh. i had no idea who he was yeah and i clicked on his profile and he literally lives in korea so i was like how could he possibly think that i was his girlfriend like i've never met him i've not been to korea so i was like that was really weird so i just blocked him and then he made another account and was like, tell me right now why you've broken up with me. And I messaged him back, like, I literally have no idea who you are. And he was like, if you don't, um, if you don't tell, like, tell me, I'm going to show everyone um, a picture of you sniffing cocaine. And obviously I knew that didn't exist because I've literally never sniffed cocaine in my life. So I was like, okay, go for it. Like, that doesn't exist. Like, you don't have that video. And I was like, who even are you? I've literally never heard of you in my life. And he sent me these screenshots. And basically, some, like, random person had used heavily, heavily edited pictures of me on a Korean dating site. But it no was, like, way. my... Yeah. But on this dating site, they'd done it. So, like, I don't know if you 
seen the like Asian-y editing apps they're called like me too or something where oh, yeah. like they make your skin like super super white and like it's quite common in china and like it's like so obviously edited and i only knew about it because i used to be have a lot of chinese friends at uni and they were like when i told them about it they were like that's so obviously like me too being used to edit it but anyway someone had used my pictures on this like korean dating site and had like gone like had this like online relationship with this like old man who was literally like no offense to anyone that's 40 but he was like literally like 40 and um he then like i blocked him i was like that's not me i'm really sorry that that happened to you but that's not me and then he made another account called sniper rifle and he literally was like i know where you live um like i'm gonna come kill you in the uk and stuff so i was literally freaking out and then he he screenshot everyone that followed me and he sent them a message saying that i uh deal drugs like i'm a drug dealer um oh. which obviously isn't real because if i was i'd be a lot richer um, it was honestly insane and he literally went on and on and on and made like so many accounts for a solid eight months saying like just sending me messages that he was going to kill me Whoa. um so that was like online that's probably Crazy. the worst the worst yeah Whoa. um my one is or the one that stands out most to me i must have been like 15 or 16 and my dad and i had gone to waitrose and the waitress has a one-way car park and my dad went down the wrong way of the one way by mistake um so he just pulled in parked the car we got out and he was like oh so I must have gone the wrong way and this man just comes over and is like screaming at us like can't you bloody read you're a shit driver la, la, la. you went around the wrong way and I was like whoa like as soon as someone starts shouting at me I'm just like literally shaking it's terrifying mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, like, we just want to carry on with our shopping. Like, my dad was getting quite angry. And then he just turned to me and he was like, you f lot, you shut the hell up right now. And was, like, screaming at me. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> just, like, completely taken aback and, like, just, like didn't want to cry in front of my dad. I think my dad just hit the roof that he, like, called me something in front of him and we went shopping was just like that's bizarre we come out and the man was waiting for us and then he just apologized he was like sorry don't know what that was about was like, what did he what say did he not say with you? did it he was say so like, was he on something do you think i don't know i just think like if you're a man, the first thing they'll insult is your intelligence. If you're a woman, yeah, we'll call you a slag. Is like your sexuality or how much sex you've had, or yeah, I the amount of times class. I've been called a slag. Like that's like the the go-to thing is like sh people just call me a slower slag. I probably hadn't even had sex at the time, which is the I know. Like, oh, but that was really scary. Have you have you ever had it like where you reject a guy like I have in like a bar or just in general not in a rude way you're just like thanks but no thanks and they go like call me call you a slut because I used to have that at uni 
quite a lot. Yeah, they just can't face any kind of rejection. So yeah. it's actually like getting on, like in terms of rejection, I find it really hard because it's like you want to diffuse the situation where you're like mm -hmm. polite, but you're assertive enough that, that they get the message, but you're not too assertive where they turn aggressive and potentially kill you. So it's like really hard. You need to be assertive, but not too assertive. Oh, it's really hard. Yeah. Okay, so last quick fire is like the best comeback you've had or like a sassy response to one of these altercations. So this was really funny. So basically this guy was making fun of me um, because as we've already established on this podcast, I am not um, breastly gifted. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> somebody was like, this guy was like um, at uni, uh, you're so flat chested. You look like a 10 year old boy. Are you not embarrassed? You're so flat chested. And one of my friends said to him, you're just jealous. Oh my God. Because <laughs> he literally did have moved. Um, I literally just like, my friend was like, you're just jealous. And his face dropped. Uh, and that was the best comeback I've ever heard. Isn't that, that so good? good? That is so good. I'm the sort of person that can never think of them, but I live for other people's. Do you follow someone no, on TikTok called um, Anne Russell? No. And she's just like this middle-aged woman who oh, yeah, gives I do, I do. people like loads of life advice and is like just yeah, really I nice. She's like a mom on TikTok. Um, and this boy had done a TikTok like, girls, like we can see that hair on your upper lip, like you're not fooling anyone. And she stitched it and was like, oh, thank you. I've been working on this for ages. Don't worry. I'm sure yours will grow in soon too. <laughs> and I was just like, yes. Yeah. I just need Anne Russell in my corner defending me. But in general, I think I probably don't say anything to people. I always have the Beyonce quote in my head. You know, the song Formation. And she says, the best revenge is your paper like your money so but we don't have that either but but we will alex we will okay <laughs> well you know just success i feel like that's the best revenge like your your enemies you do well what do you okay. mean you've got success now no emma I feel like these podcasts verge into like therapy sessions for us sometimes so I'm going to keep us on track okay <laughs> let's go um so before we get into the nitty-gritty I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who emailed us in um I think the episode our last episode really resonated with some people um which like is sad in some ways but like reassuring that you know we're reaching out to people and being a comfort or just something they can like relate to on the issues that we're covering um and I think Alex mentioned it in the last episode as well like we were wondering whether the issues in camera shops were like a gender thing or more of an age thing and quite a few men have emailed in actually to say like they've experienced similar things too and that maybe it's more to do with generation and age so yeah like they said that being age was shit to, think to about. everyone yeah they said being age was shit to everyone yeah i had a few comments about being age saying like 
they're often just dickheads and they're only nice to regulars or like people who are really assertive um but yeah I had a few emails with like sad stories one girl dm'd um who'd really liked the episode and said she was actually once turned away from a dark room because her work wasn't of like a professional enough standard like what the hell says how, who? like exactly who is the guide on that and it was like a community dark room or something i think and oh that just like infuriated me who's the judge like i want to see his work show it to me like people will decide use, in it people use the term like gatekeeping in film quite a lot but that is like the prime example of it like you shall not pass your work is not up to scratch yeah let me see his i want to see his why don't we do an episode looking at his work but in general we got lots of love and people have said we're filling an important niche in this community and that um it's nice to have a space that they feel safe to like email in and ask questions where they've previously felt a bit intimidated in like facebook groups and stuff so we're doing good boycott facebook boycott facebook we're doing so good we're doing so good now into the serious stuff we want to talk about dm culture sliding into the dms alex what do you have to say on the topic it like i feel like i don't get it as much anymore um i think because i like blocked a lot of words from my dms um so they don't come up huh i didn't know you could do that yeah you can block certain words so that they're hidden words so they go into your requests i'll never look at my requests now i should do that Um, the requests are where the weird ones are yeah so i did that i used to get like i've had unlisted dick pics mm. which is actually like makes me scared yeah like, really scared when i get them so i want to I ask actually this is for the actually no, there won't be any guys like this i don't mean listening to this unless it makes it onto to like an incel discord but what do men want to achieve from sending unsolicited pics? Because I would like mm-hmm. to um, do a study on the success rate of sending unsolicited dick pic and a girl positively responding to that. Because I would say the chances of that would be minus minus yeah. percentages. Like I don't think that has ever happened in the history of ever that yeah. a girl just like randomly sees a picture of your penis and is like oh yeah me more like that's never happened not a good ever. look i think it, it literally is, is awful like social media has put this kind of screen in front of people where we're so just dis- like desensitized to what is normal like that's basically the equivalent of like flashing someone in the street it's called cyber like, flashing it's actually a word for it cyber flashing like, and that's insane like to think someone would do that but then you put it on social media and like everything's okay like all these rules just go out the window like so many comments that like I just don't think you'd ever say to somebody's face and I think like bringing this back into like the film space 
there's kind of like another layer of it because film is obviously can be quite technical and there's a lot of knowledge surrounding it so I think that can add another layer of like just rudeness or kind of a know-it-all attitude around these dms I think I probably get more messages like that although this week I've had quite a few asking me to be a sugar baby um saying oh that, please can I want to be a sugar baby mm, it is Sorry, tempting to be honest um saying that they none of them ever come up with cash yeah like how do you know it's legit or not it's not i know people that have sold like feet pictures but um really i think that seems like it would actually be hard work like people always say things like that like oh only fans is like easy i know people that do only fans it's really hard work no it's like a, le a legit job it's really hard work but the difference with that like those are creators in a in a space that's like designated for that yeah like yeah. the context of it makes it like okay whereas well, it's consensual that's the point. yeah exactly um but the dms we're talking about are just not like alex is like the first person i go to when i get an inappropriate message and we'll just rant about it and i and just send them like negative energy yeah alex is quite a savage and has come for people in my comments a few times politely yeah very well worded um yeah like on a more subtle note like, obviously dick pics horrific but like in terms of film mm -hmm. i used to get a lot of like there's this one guy in particular um who like probably a year ago he used to like i'd put as like a bit because i used to i don't know if anyone remembers this i used to put like videos of me shooting on my story as like bts Aww. um and every time i put video of me shooting he would like message me like a dissection like oh you should have um like you should have done this you're not holding it right you should have the lights hitting this side of the face you should have turned this way blah blah blah, 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 blah. and it was every single time and it just really got to me because i never asked and also yeah, you never asked. like if i was going to ask it wouldn't be him and i know that sounds savage but it's true like if i was going to ask someone i would not ask him for advice yeah. and it just like it made me feel so shit like oh i i just second guessed everything i was doing because i'd only just got a bit rz and um i just felt like i'm doing it wrong and I, all the time he would just send me like oh yeah. you should know this by now you should know this you're holding it wrong you're looking through the thing wrong you need to step back you should have put the subject here uh, and he'd be like all the time and then i had this other guy recently like he messaged me when he found out that i'd started working ranking and he was like oh so now you're working at ranking i'm guessing you want to get into um commercial photography and i was like um not really like i i love working here but with my own photography i still want to stay on like more hum human stuff like documentary or like uh -huh. charity stuff and he was like, listen, you need to ditch film and go digital if you want to be successful. 
And I was like, I do both. I just post my film stuff. But like, obviously, if you, it's kind of, to, in my opinion, if you can shoot film, you can shoot digital. Like, it's like yeah. if you can drive a manual car, you can drive an automatic. Yeah. So I, I was just like, you, I can do both. I just, I prefer film. I choose to post film. He's like, listen, you need to listen to me. You need to invest in digital. You need to spend more time on digital. And it's like, literally, when did I ask? Yeah. Really nice. I think this is a very extreme comparison. And sorry to be referring to TikTok all the time, but there's guys on there that are literally like, this is what a girl loves in bed. Listen to me and like your mm -hmm. girl will love this. And it's like... This is the secret. All you need to do is call her a whore or a slut in the bedroom and she will fucking love it. And it's like, okay, let's step back right away back. Firstly, did you ask this girl if this is what she wanted? And also, why are men going to other men about the it's advice so true. rather than yeah. to the woman? And it's just this idea that like, we know best no matter what it is like they know best about your work even though it's your work and like completely personal to you oh god yeah. so infuriating i definitely say that is, is probably like, the number one issue within our community i'd say other than like maybe second down for me i feel a bit awkward talking about this because i'm sure some of the people who do this are listening right now say hello hey. But obviously the film community is like a super friendly, lovely space. But like that doesn't mean you know me personally. And if oh, I've never so true. If I've never met you, never interacted with you in person, like it's not appropriate for you to just like ask me out, say, Oh, I'm there too, like let's meet up. Especially like if you know like I've got a boyfriend, like well, actually, no, that's irrelevant. Like, just respect me as a person on my own. But it's just the, like, audacity to think, like, yeah, definitely, like, of course she's available. Like, she shoots film. That's the only requirement. Like, obviously, she'll be interested in me. I I get really bad anxiety. Like, I don't know if you've noticed. I've never been to a photo walk. I've never, like, I never go to things. It's bad. And I don't want it to seem like I'm like, oh, I can't go anywhere because everyone fancies me. <laughs> like, it's not like... You do, Alec. Like, I can't go. I'd just be inundated. I'd be swarmed. But, like, I think I find, especially being autistic, and I don't want to always talk about being autistic, but I kind of have to because it, it literally does infiltrate every part of my life. Yeah. But I have been in situations in the past where, like, basically my autism means I can't read inference at all pretty much um so i can a bit with people i know but not people i don't know so i have like not picked up that somebody thought about me a certain way or like was expecting certain things from me and have ended up in some quite horrible situations mm. um so i always like i don't have confidence when it comes to judging relationships with people and like yeah. judging intention um so like it's hard because I want to make, especially someone that's been lonely for like 22 years of my life, like it, 
I I want to make friends. Like I want to make friends mm-hmm. with a common interest. And like me and Emma didn't know each other IRL. We made friends on Instagram and then became real life friends. So like and I feel like that's how most well a lot of friendships start yeah. now. So there has to be a point where like you meet them. But I think the difference is is like first of all, Emma's ill. Sorry, but that does make mm-hmm. a difference. Um but I think the other thing is like it's the way people do it so like at the show I like I get really bad anxiety about the show when people ask me to meet up because I don't want anyone to expect anything of me and it's really yeah. sad because I actually do really want to make friends within the film community but I don't know how to say to people yeah I'd love to meet up and talk about film but I don't want to be any like I only want to be friends with you and don't don't think there's any chance of anything else ever happening yeah can you say that or is that rude like what and then they're like oh you're so narcissistic I never thought that would happen but then because of past events where I've been Mm -hmm. caught out and really like terrible things have happened I don't want I just always want to make it so clear from the start like I'm not interested it's so hard it's really tricky because like of course we have every right to say no but I feel like women especially are just brought up to be like super polite and considerate yeah so we just let these things go on like there's people that literally reply to every single one of my stories and I'm like okay you're actually creeping me out a bit but I can't say like no please please stop like because I just feel super awkward about it and I think the difference with me and you is like it was like a gradual build-up like an organic build-up of a friendship that happened and like was genuine whereas someone who's literally just followed me seen I've got a nice camera replied oh cool camera I love film like we should meet up and like they actually might be super genuine and a really nice person but like again bring that back to real life if you saw someone on the street with a cool camera would you immediately like tap them on the shoulder and be like hey do you want to hang out like maybe you would but I just think it's like people can be quite intense on social media and some people might really respond to that but I think like with you Alex and like being autistic or just other people with like general social anxiety which I get like you should bear that in mind that not everyone will respond in the way that you would I think that's probably the thing one example I have like it it's not that interesting but like one example in the film community where like I felt like I had misjudged the situation was I had this like Instagram friend who he wasn't like a like a real life friend but basically he had like in DM'd me a few times like oh um, what do you think of this camera what like I see you've got that camera what do you think and I would reply and we'd have like nice conversations about film and he'd like ask me um like what camera I prefer over the other and we'd have these conversations literally just about cameras and film and I love like I'll talk to anyone about cameras and film especially the cameras I like um and then when I put up the pictures of me doing the photography show last year I was so proud he like messaged me like you look so sexy and I was like a bit sad because I thought this was somebody that like I'd actually really enjoyed having these film conversations with and it's like oh so was all of that like film talk that and camera talk that I'd had with you was that 
not real like was that have I like misjudged that or should I not I felt guilty for doing that like have I given you the wrong signals um yeah. in doing that and I think that's something I find hard because I actually do want I don't mind if someone's a boy or a girl or non-binary like I'm not bothered I'm be friends with anybody kind of but um it's really hard to to know when someone wants to be your friend and when there's something else in mind and I just being autistic like that's something I can't navigate so I just tend yeah. to not talk to anyone yeah and I think people should be respectful of that and also just like respectful of because you almost put a lot of trust into building a relationship online because ultimately you don't mm -hmm. know the person until you see them and I can't remember if it was Kate Hook. I feel like it was, but maybe it was just another female photographer on Instagram who'd like had photos of them taken and then posted without their consent and no, built up God. friendships and they just completely like backfired and these awful things have happened. And obviously that can happen in real life, but I guess on Instagram and building friendships online you're building a friendship with the person that they've created like that online persona. yeah it's so true so it's like double layered like who are they really and you do have to put a lot of trust in that and I think yeah it's just something to be aware of how do you actually know if someone wants to be just like if someone wants to be a film friend or if someone actually like is manipulating you or trying to, to get like an ulterior motive like how do you even know like I don't I genuinely question I actually don't know how you figure that out I don't know either I guess it's just better to go with your guards slightly up like as sad mm. as that might sound because yeah I'm sure you could be you know really far along in a friendship and still be blindsided like yeah. It would probably come as, come as a shock, no matter what, unfortunately. But, I mean, again, like, this is a minority. I've made some amazing friends in film. Yeah, me too. Um, like, pretty much all my friends are from are from film. Yeah, yeah. And I've from made some good friends in the last, like, year in the film community. But we're just talking about, like, DM etiquette and what to be aware of. Do you have any like golden rules, Alex, of if you're going to message someone? Don't tell me what to do if I didn't ask. I hate that. Yeah. I really hate it. Yeah. Don't ask, don't give someone advice unless they've asked for it explicitly. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, obviously, I think no one's entitled to anyone's time. So, if someone's annoyed that you don't reply like straight away yeah. that you don't know that's very bizarre yeah. another thing can i just say it's just, just if anyone wants to know what winds me up the most and this is a very man thing especially when i was at uni like men will say the most foul misogynistic disgusting thing and then you'll say like that's not funny and then they just go oh you can't take a joke you're always so serious. You're so sensitive. Can you not take a joke? I hate that. I hate yeah. it so much. And I also have on top of that, you just don't get it because you're autistic and you don't uh, understand the joke. I hate it so much. 
just throwing that out there the, um, like a stand-up comedy show in london the other day and the first act like i was literally like digging my nails into my palms because he was just making jokes about women being raped like that he's a really tall guy but he's scared of walking home so to make himself feel safer he'll walk behind a woman because yeah because then he feels safe because he's with someone but he's like the irony is she's actually really scared and i just was like this is not funny like i know humor can be quite dark in ways but it's like the same thing of men making a joke yeah but, but that has to be the because... victim that makes the joke you can't yeah be, you can't you can't be the person like the perpetrator that makes yeah. the joke then that just becomes evil <laughs> yeah it's like it's only funny to you because you can't relate to that level of fear that is very real for a lot of people it's actually vile that's the most unfun thing i've ever heard i know but it's funny because it's probably true that's true it's probably yeah. true he's just, just telling you his biography if it's slightly misogynistic just just don't say it that that's a pretty good rule <laughs> um, honestly it's the worst another rule unless you're like a really close friend don't spam me with reels because <laughs> i've had enough of seeing random reels like i don't even reply to them so why are you still sending them Oh, maybe that was a bit savage, but I don't think it's that savage. We're being truthful. Um, any other golden rules? I feel like this is more of a girly podcast. This episode, I feel like the boys are going to feel sad, but it's fine. We'll do one for you. Yeah, this is just this. Is just me and Emma. You know, we've had a really tense few weeks. We have we've had a few interactions. This is just me. We just yeah. need to get off our chest. The I put on my stories like if you're a weirdo don't dm me and all the weirdos responded <laughs> do you know when i moved to london i had no friends except e and obviously emma but she's in thailand so i put on my story like hi um can someone be my friend no like no scary scary men but scary men is like one is like one entity so like scary men it's like one word you get yeah. what i mean they're the mm -hmm. same and like the amount of men that message me like the actual scary ones that are like um we can be friends and i'm not scary and i was like tattoo like you are scary because i just said i don't want to meet up with men and the fact that you have to yeah. met like like it's one entity i'm not meeting up with you because you said you're not scary you literally are and my last rule okay is if I have not met up with you on your first offer, I don't want to meet up with you. So stop yeah. telling me. Take stop no asking me. As the answer. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sure there are so many more golden rules. But I've tried so hard to be polite. Yeah. I guess increasingly difficult. Let's go through um, some of the response to our question on our stories and hear some of the horrible yeah. interactions you've had. Firstly, the immediate thing that stands out to me from this story response. So we put on Instagram, what is the most inappropriate or rude DM Instagram interaction you've had 
mansplaining included and the responses mm -hmm. from the girls are generally like unwanted dick pics like nasty nasty stalkers stuff. yeah people calling me a slut yeah the stuff from men is like unwanted critique like uh we're just living in different worlds honestly yeah, it's still shitty to get unwanted critique but when you're it like is. getting stalked so you have to call the police is more shit i would say actually yeah oh so yeah unsolicited dick pic um not a dm but i was staying in a hotel and my key card stopped working so the guy asked for my name and room to do my key and by the time I got back to my room, he'd requested to follow me on Instagram. Like, I don't think people understand how actually frightening that is. That's just such a massive invasion of privacy, just appropriateness in a like in your workplace. And 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 there's the like audacity to think that the girl's going to be like, oh yeah, this man has just abused my trust and has dm me on instagram i'd love to go for dinner with him horrible horrible asked to travel 200 miles to shoot an event for exposure by a taui star oh. i know like i know it's a different type of inappropriate than we've been talking about but i like one thing working like one of the big things I've learned working at Rankin is just how valuable your work is and like this whole for exposure thing is because they're broke literally any celebrity any company that's doing well or is respectable does not ask someone to do that like you should like value like I don't know it just really winds me up because they prey on people that are trying to make it and i think it's really hard in this career because there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people that mm. want to to make a career out of this and there's millions of photographers but only like less than one percent it's the same in like singing less than one percent make it big and everyone wants to get their foot in the door so people it, people we're easy prey for things like yeah. this um but don't do it like i know it's tempting because you think it might lead to something else it leads to something else don't do it if yeah. you have to travel 200 miles don't do it it's different if it's in your town then yeah maybe do it um but don't do like honestly that's embarrassing for them yeah very embarrassing honestly. and i i would say that's a level of appropriateness like not that I'm an expert on this, but like at Analog Wonderland, if we ever want to work with a creator, like I'll DM them to say hi, but I would never like start up that contract or whatever you want to call it, like within Instagram DMs. I just don't think that's like a professional setting. Like if someone is, someone is seriously interested in you, they'll ask for your details, for like your email, if you're big enough to have some someone representing you, they'll set out a contract they're not just going to be like hey babe we've got this great opportunity for you like no, that is it's just that's just exploitation honestly yeah and if you are going to message someone for the first time like just be polite and introduce yourself don't straight out the gate ask for them to do something for you when 
you know you've never met probably like that's the time thing you were talking about like that's rude then I kind of feel like if somebody wanted something from me in like sexually or romantically I would rather that they messaged me that at the beginning just like hi and I'm interested in you and then I'd know their intention and I could just block them yeah then waste my time do you know what I mean yeah no time wasters make your intentions clear maybe yeah make your intentions clear not creepy way but not in a dick pic way yeah okay another one from our favorite loz cam who did our beautiful oh stan 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 <laughs> uh this guy also a photographer would send me random photos slash videos of his gear but i never asked to see them i tried to be nice at first but he got weirder he's blocked now lol I feel like that's the equivalent of sending an unsolicited dick pic, but in like the film world, like look at my, my camera's big bigger than yours. Look, look how at big my, my camera big is. Big <laughs> no, it's still so creepy because you didn't ask for it. Do you know and what I think's weird? Bragging. Ugh. I'm always blamed all the time for being autistic and like, you don't get it, you're autistic, you don't get social situations, you don't pick up on inference or social cues. Literally, that's their issue. Because the amount of people I have ignored countless times, like messages and messages and reels and like, yeah. I don't know, just, and they still do it. They're still going to this day. So if someone doesn't oh. reply, maybe if someone doesn't reply six Take times, that means they don't like you. The DMs are a scary place. Um, they are. One, asking for nudes or for an OnlyFans account, this would never happen to a man. Yeah, yeah. that's true. No girl. I, I also want to study on this. No girl's going to ask you for nudes. Guarantee it. Yeah disgusting it's not gonna happen because i don't just... want to see that i don't no it's i don't I actually think the the male naked bodies actually foul yeah i was just about to say <laughs> like, foul. i don't know how you just with your phone can take a picture of your genitalia that's gonna look like attractive I don't i've think never seen yet, once. So just give up now honestly even like um do you know that statue of italy david, david. yeah ugly <laughs> ugly i would ugly. if that was in my house i would chip the willy off <laughs> we <laughs> do not want to see that we do not want to see that i don't i don't want to see it i want to go up to that creation creation of adam and just spray a little bit on the willy because <laughs> i don't like it i hate it it ruins it makes yeah. it horrible uh, well what no... was michelangelo thinking wow. i have no idea we should be having words um so that was just a little taste of the crazy landscape of the dms of women in the film community a few men in there but hopefully you've got the idea of like appropriate dm culture some things that you could do a bit differently to make 
the film space feel a bit safer, make people in the film space just feel more comfortable and, you know, just being a nice human being is always a good start. Basically, in conclusion, me and Emma can't live or do anything because everyone fancies us and it's actually really <laughs> difficult. So like, we can't go anywhere. We can't open our DMs. We can't exist yeah. anywhere because everyone's just obsessed with us. They're in love with us. They fancy us. We just can't do anything. It's actually a really big problem. That's tough. When we started this podcast, we said we'd try and keep episodes to 40 minutes. I don't think, I think we're slightly breaching that target, but um, it's okay. These are important conversations, so I hope you're still enjoying it. Um, yeah. Yeah. One other... I just had a lot to say. Yeah, me too. Sorry. Um, One other little thing is I made a Twitter for Grainsplaining last week. So when an episode comes out, I'm going to try and do like a live tweet along or whatever you want to record, call it, like go through some of the episodes. It's really fun to like dissect the topics with you guys and uh, hear your thoughts and opinions. So yeah, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram now at Grainsplaining and our email if you want to email any thoughts about the episodes or future topics or guests or anything like that. Our email is grainsplaining at gmail.com. And Alex has an Instagram. Um, yeah, my Instagram is her dot on dot sheets, but I might change it. Uh, because I want to change it to Alex Heron, but I already took that username on my private account, which I never post on. So I'm just working out the logistics, but at the minute it's her dot on dot sheets. Yeah, maybe you can swap them around. Yeah. Mine is Emma J Lloyd underscore, and that's where all the things are happening. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've all learned something useful today. Good lesson, everyone. Class dismissed. <laughs> Bye. Bye.